You've probably heard the phrase before that you cannot fix stupid. Well, I guess I I learned that at a young age and, and probably believed it for the most part. But I want to challenge you in this week's episode of God Talk that potentially stupid can be fixed. Um, we saw it this uh, this past week or so. Um, there was a an election, and uh, in a very small way, we saw stupid starting to be fixed just a little bit. Um, the uh, great uniter and uh, and uh, moderate President Joe Biden turns out that he's not quite uh, the uniter and the uh, moderate that. Uh, he fooled many people into believing that he was, or that he was for most of his political career. I don't know if he's just trying to make a name for himself or, you know, whatever. Uh, but he's been anything but that. And he's aligned himself with a very progressive part part of his party. And there's just been a lot of stupid stuff that he has um, endorsed and uh, connected himself with. And we saw a rejection of that a week ago or so. It is now uh, with a... With a very small amount of um, uh, elections that took place across the country, um, this isn't uh, one of the major ones. Uh, next November, it will be uh, it will be major in that uh, many different uh, senators will be up for uh, re-election. I, don't know, I think a third of them, um, or however uh, they divide up. But every one of the House seats will be uh, up for re-election, and we're going to really see if there is a rejection of stupid. But it appears at least potentially stupid began to you know be fixed just a little bit uh, we saw how the voters in Virginia handled things um, speaking out not only against critical race theory uh, but uh, rejecting a uh, democratic governor who would have aligned and had aligned himself with uh, such thinking and uh, and the Republican got uh, got elected. Uh, and, and oh, the, the reason that the Republican got elected is it's white hatred and, and all this narrative. I am sick and tired of all this. You know, you're racist if you if you vote for a, a, a white candidate or you're racist if you speak out against the racism of critical uh, critical race theory. Uh, and, and so it was just the the, the racist white mob uh, arose. Uh, mind you, uh, the second in command of, uh, of the state of Virginia um, was, uh, was elected and it was a female, uh, African-American, uh, lady, uh, and, uh, also Republican. And somehow she's white too, apparently because, uh, of the views that she holds and, uh, the same white mob that, uh, is racist and elected the, 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 uh, the Republican candidate apparently did, did the same electing of a, of a black woman. Uh, but it still means you're, uh, you're um, misogynistic and uh, and racist and everything else, even when you elect a black female. Uh, so stupid continues in this country of ours, um, probably also in the world of ours, but certainly here in America, stupid continues. But we saw a little bit of a pushback on stupid, a little bit of a rejection of it. Man, we got really close to pushing back on some stupid uh, in New Jersey. Um, a, a state that vastly outnumbers, uh, Demo- you know, Democrats outnumber Republicans uh, in terms of registered voters, uh, came very close to uh, rejecting their Democratic governor uh, for a Republican. Why? Because, well, their their Democratic governor has been pretty stupid. They've had one of the most restrictive um, policies towards COVID, and and people are just getting sick and tired of it. It's never made sense, but uh, people are finally opening their eyes to it. Uh, 
a little bit and uh and they were very close no one saw it coming uh to uh to losing that race um so i'm hopeful listen who knows what's going to happen in the next year uh biden for the sake of trying to keep majorities might move more towards the middle and uh to try to get his approval rating uh at least up into uh to the low 40s uh he he might you know moderate a little bit but he gives no indication that he's going to and the progressives and their uh their stupidness uh continue to uh yell loudly and we all know whoever yells the loudest gets the attention but possibly stupid can be fixed and possibly we've uh we've begun to march uh, in that direction. I said last week, people will take whatever you give them. Um, and I gave you a bunch of examples for that. Well, we saw in the election that when we stopped giving it to them, all of a sudden, you know, people are starting to speak out against it. And you have a lot of people, even in the media and some people in the more moderate uh, wing of the Democratic Party, which is ever shrinking, that are um, kind of speaking out against uh, the progressives. They're speaking out against um, uh, a critical race theory and all these other things uh, that they had been pretty silent about. Why? Because, well, people are actually standing up against it and people can only take what you're willing to uh, willing to give them. Um, And what we need is we need more and more people just being willing to stand up to stupid, calling stupid for what it is stupid and uh, and and saying, you know what, we're not going to be a part of that. they're finally, finally OSHA came out with their rules uh, for uh, their vaccine mandate. You see, things can't be challenged in the court as long as it's just uh, a uh, proposal that is making its way uh, through the, uh, the, you know, the, the branches of government or through the legislative branch. As the president said that these, these rules were going to come out, you, you can't challenge them legally until the rules come out. Well, they finally came out and bam, you have all of these lawsuits challenging OSHA's authority to force people to get uh, to get a vaccine and uh, and uh, sure enough uh, within a day or two of, of those rules coming out um, a conservative court um, the court systems are broken into districts a conservative court uh, put a, um, a ban on a, a temporary hold on uh, the the mandate so uh, it is not in effect at the moment um, and uh, the Biden administration, their first response is to continue as stupid. Uh, it, it's it's to tell uh, the companies, don't back off on it. Uh, we, we, you know, we, we can't uh, afford to back off on it. Lives are at risk and we need to, uh, the only reason we have problems with supply chain, the only reason we have problems with uh, inflation, it's all because of the vaccine. And so once everyone gets vaccinated, we won't have problems and all this crap. It's just stupid. It's not real. It's crap. In fact, I don't know if you saw, but, but you need to, to see. I, I read an article. So as the, the, the court, uh, one of the district courts uh, suspends the ruling, they gave the Biden administration until Monday uh, to be able to, um, uh, to respond uh, to what they said is a, a very um, a gross overreach of government authority. Uh, and, uh, and they come back and say uh, that this policy will save 6,500 American workers' lives in six months. In a country of 330 million or so, 
6,500 lives this order is going to save and, and they're, they're wanting to infringe on everyone's rights and li liberties uh, for 6,500 lives. Hey, here's a thought. Don't let, don't allow any workers to drive to work because I, I'm almost willing to bet that there's going to be more than 6,500 people that are going to die on their drive into work over the next six months. Then, you know, then the amount of people that are going to be dying, they claim of COVID. And so how in the world do you take away people's freedom? You force people to take a, a shot that they don't want to get for a, a, a virus that isn't even uh, half the people that get it don't even realize that they do have it. You, you're really going to do that for 6,500 lives over six months in a country of 330 million. It's just stupid. Here's also what's stupid, and, and you need to be aware of these things, that the Department of Justice has said that there's so many different lawsuits that have been filed against um, uh, the, this vaccine mandate that they can't address all of what they need to address in all the different courts across the country. Uh, so much like in, in a class action lawsuit, everything gets consolidated to one. They're going to consolidate everything to one uh, lawsuit, basically, that they're going to choose a district court of their choosing, which I'm sure will be somewhere out west uh, where it's the most liberal. Uh, one of California's, I believe, I, I, I don't have all the different court uh uh, jurisdictions memorized, but they'll, they'll be able to pick whatever circuit court that they want uh, to to hear it, and it's stacked with their liberal Democrats, and they fully expect that all of this will be upheld. Well, th thankfully in our country, you know that doesn't get the final say. It will make its way to the Supreme Court, and, and I'm I'm sure hoping that the Supreme Court will uh, see it how see it the same way that this uh, district court originally has, and, and that it is a big overreach, and that you don't infringe on people's liberties for the lives of 6,500 people. Once again, if that's the case, don't let them drive to work and shut down all of the, uh, of the cafeterias in these places of employment, and God forbid you, uh, you serve them a cheeseburger, okay? So it, it's just stupid, and maybe stupid can be fixed I, I i'm becoming a little hopeful uh that that stupid is 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 being fixed um you know it, some of this is about religious freedom but let's just be honest it's more than uh, a religious freedom it, it's about you know free markets it's about individual freedom it, it's about being one who can choose your own health care choices and so forth and not having government come in like a communistic or you know, socialistic society and tell you what you, what you're going to do and, 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 and how you're going to treat yourself. Um, it, it is absolutely um, un-American and it's absolutely stupid and it needs to be uh, stood up against. Now, I, I want to go back to like this critical race theory. So since the, the loss of the Democrat candidate in Virginia, which was largely because of uh, some stupid comments he made that parents really don't shouldn't have a right to speak up on what's taught in schools, which is absolutely the, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Um, and and the parents of Virginia have you know stood up and uh, they did it through the elections and now they're recalling a bunch of school board members because in fact uh, they call this a dog whistle they'll say you know it's a dog whistle a critical race theory wasn't being taught in schools bull crap it, it, it was and, and and they're standing up against it they're um, they're recalling the school board good now let's address this from a, a spiritual standpoint because this is God talk. Um, and why has the church and why have so many churches been so quick to uh, support critical race theory? Um, 
in in like I, I have to tell you, like a year ago, before the elections uh, that that Trump lost uh, over you know over a year ago now, um, I, I was putting you know si- signs out on our marquee on the on the church marquee out front saying you know. Uh, critical race theory uh, or wokeism is is woke is broke i think was the phrase i had out there for a while and man i got some flack from some people that were driving up and down the road and 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 i just thought it was for granted that that churches would have a stance against it but then it turns out the southern baptist convention was moving forward to adopt it and have adopted many parts of it i went to a church conference uh just within uh the different um uh, circuit leaders within the texas district of my own church body and uh, i i found a few people who were of support of it in that and and i spoke out greatly against it because it's just stupid it's not real it's racist it's true racism you know they they call racism when, when you elect a, a, a white candidate, but it's not racism when you accuse everyone else of being racist. Uh, somehow that's not you know racist. And so why is the church so so quick to adopt this crap? And, and honestly, I'm going to be honest, it's because the church doesn't have any guts. And mind you, I don't want to say the word guts. I want to say something else, but I am a pastor and I, I need to choose my words carefully. So let's just say the church has no guts. And and they get brainwashed into you know whatever the society's talking about, and they're adopting something that is absolutely evil. It's absolutely wrong. It's absolutely contrary to reality. And the church you know, the, drools all over themselves to to show that hey they're woke that they they understand that that you know the this country and the church and everything is systematically racist. And so where? Once again, I've rallied, rallied on this before. If I'm Korean, I can, I can mail to Koreans. If I'm black, I can marry, do mailers directed to blacks. You cannot legally, as a white person, uh, mail to white people. You know, schools can't put uh, amounts of how many white people uh, can, uh, can come to university and, to the sake of, for, you know, for the reason of then denying admittance into uh, people of other minorities that have higher scores. No, you can't do that, but you can do it against whites. So all this racism in the country, there is racism in the country. And I'm not saying that there aren't white people that are racist, but the system is, is, is if it's anything, it's racist to white people. But no one, no one was willing to say that. No one was willing to speak out to this crap uh, until the liberals and the liberal comedians and, the, and some of the liberal media people who you know like to uh, sometimes be edging what they're saying. They're being attacked by their same woke mob that they created. Then it became personal. And you have people like Bill Maher and stuff like that that, that began speaking out uh, against it. And I'm glad that he did. But he and his people are the ones who created this. And so why are Christians so quick to jump on this stuff? And you know what? Now that there's a pushback, I guess, you know, you're going to hear some churches uh, that have been in support of it now say, well, you know, this isn't really helpful. This is that. And they're going to backtrack. Why? Because I I think all they're ever doing is following whatever the the godless secular society is doing. And how is that leadership? It's not. Um, you know, I, I'm hearing more and more Christian radio stations talking about faith over fear, and I want to vomit because I was saying that two years ago when all this started. 
not knowing where it was going to lead, but it doesn't matter where it leads because you always have faith over fear. And, and now, like, oh, you know, all these churches that stay closed forever, all these radio stations that were uh, Christian radio stations screaming the skies, falling, that, that, oh, man, they're brave now. You can't lead from the middle of, of the pack. It, and and it, it just makes me want to get sick that, like, for those of us who, who take stances against this stuff early on, you know, it, it, it does get some people's attention. You get the negative stuff, and frankly, the church grew a lot. So, you know, some people appreciated it. But when, when the big boys who are playing it safe and trying to lead from a consensus or leading from where society stands rather than God's word, uh, you know, when they start a, a year and a half later, you know, speaking up for it, then people are so quick to f- forgive and forget. And you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be bitter. Maybe I'm just a bitter pastor. I don't know. Because, you know what? If you can fix stupid, if you can fix stupid politically, then just be glad it's getting fixed. And you know what? I, I, I'm i glad it's getting fixed, and I hope it continues to get fixed. Um, and, and frankly, if you can fix stupid in the church, then by all means, stop being bitter about the fact that these churches are going to do well again when they were totally on the wrong side of the fence of just about everything for the last two years. Stop being bitter about it and just be glad stupid's fixed. My only problem is, is I don't think stupid's really fixed. I think stupid just is, is following what's popular at the time. And so stupid will rear its ugly head again. But maybe, maybe mom was wrong when she said you can't fix stupid. Maybe, maybe you can. So maybe we need to hold out hope that as a church, we are fixing stupid. And as a country, um, we are on the verge, if this continues uh, through the next election cycle, of fixing a whole bunch of stupid in our society. And, and I hope it's a permanent fix. I want to challenge all of you that are listening to this podcast um, that, you know what, there's a lot of stupid in your life. And are you willing to, to fix it? I have to tell you, my uh, eldest daughter was just married, and as we were doing the rehearsal, um, the the groom's family uh, hired um, some wedding planners, uh, and uh, one of the wedding planners says to me, after you pronounce them husband and wife and kiss the bride, move out of the way so we don't get your face in the picture of, uh, of them kissing. <laughs> My initial reaction is, is, you know what, I really appreciate uh, that suggestion. I'll take it under advisement, but no, I probably won't. Because you know what? First and foremost, this is a wedding ceremony. You know, we're doing it before God. This is how, as Christians, uh, we, you know, we unite people before God in, 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 in witnesses, and, in, and it's a religious ceremony. Um, you can deal with having the pastor's face in the background, especially when, uh, you know, she's my daughter. I've never been asked that by a wedding planner before. I've been doing weddings for 25 years. Oh, but now it's not about the pastor, and it's not about the pastor marrying the person. In fact, he's a distraction. Get out of the way. Kiss my butt, lady. And, and I stood up to her fairly loud and vocally, uh, because, in fact, I even had a couple different people afterwards come up to me laughing and said, hey, I appreciate what you said uh, to her. I had a, this one guy's like six, seven. He's, he comes up to me and says, you know what? My dad is a pastor and, uh, and, uh, and he can't stand when wedding planners try to tell him how the wedding needs to go. And good for you. Thanks. Thanks for saying what you did. So that's me. I'm not going to take consensus before I respond. I'm going to respond based upon what is true and what's right. And yeah, it may make a prettier picture for the photographer um, to not have the pastor in the background. But guess what? 
you're not having the wedding without the pastor and it's still the part of the ceremony until they walk down back down that aisle. So I don't care what you do after they walk back down that aisle, but I'll be darned if I'm going to somehow feel like I'm inconveniencing things uh, while the actual ceremony is going on. Um, I don't have to take consensus for that. I don't have to ask my daughter how she feels about that or my son-in-law. Frankly, they would have supported me in it. But, but that is irrelevant because it's just what is right and what is good. And, and that's what you do. And you don't have to take a poll for that. You just have to be willing to lead. You have to be willing to speak up. And you have to be willing to, to stand up for what's true and what's right. People will always take what they can get from you. She expected that she was going to get that from me. And she found out really quick that, yeah, she's not going to push this guy around. He, he's got his views. He's been doing this for 25 years, a whole, probably almost as long as she's been alive. And you know what? Uh, thanks for your opinion, but no thanks. So, uh, hey, uh, I appreciate you following this podcast. Uh, I hope uh, that it helps you in applications in your life uh, as you're surrounded by stupid uh, that you would not allow stupid to continue and reign, uh, that you'd be willing to be unpopular at times because you're not going to allow stupid to uh, to reign in your life and dysfunction to reign in your life. And, uh, and stand up for what's true. Stand up for, for what's right. It's only when we do that potentially, maybe, maybe just potentially, you can fix stupid. Um, God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you.